Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most informational, educational, and entertaining podcast for auto detailers. Welcome to the community. Hi, welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast. My name is Marshall Hill. I'm your guide as we journey through the auto detailing industry. This is Mogi Motivation at our last, this is my last recording at our current location. Whew, what a journey it has been. 2010, out of, the, out of my garage as I uh, loaded product in, wife and two little children, newborn, just uh, probably about eight months old. And, uh, well, hopped in the chemical game. It is what it is. Many detailers today are wondering, huh, should I start selling product? It's been exciting as I got to do one of our certified trainings there at Market Firehouse's uh, new location, opened up a second detail location as well as Firehouse Detail Supplies. Detailers are starting to branch into that. Uh, Justin Lobato has been selling our coatings out of his store for a while. We have other detailers that have been doing a builder's program or have been buying. Uh, you can you can get all different types of programs that we have where you can start begin to sell products. Right? It's a it's a thing that is really beginning to take place. Well, I also caught that bug, and well, like I said opened up my garage and started selling products to car washes and detail shops and dealerships around the area, starting to try and figure out how to go around and doing that while I clean cars because I had an idea. I had this idea that I wanted to start selling products. Many of you have this idea. Many of you have other ideas of how you want to grow your business, how you want to, when you look back at your life and you look back at the way you navigated through your journey, you look back, you want to go, oh, that was a great idea. And I really did well on that, right? Is that idea that you have now? So maybe that's one of the things that you're thinking through as, as you're detailing a car. Many of our listeners are Listen, while they detail, you might be cleaning a rim, scrubbing a carpet, going through the vacuum of a lower crease underneath the, the seats. Be wary of those, as I mentioned before, the amount of scars that I got from uh, cleaning up under seats and hitting those railings. Not fun. Wherever you find yourself in your journey currently, how do you begin to grow further? How do you begin to add on team members? How do you begin to take a little bit of stress out of your life? How do you begin to quote unquote work on your business instead of in your business? Now, this is something that we hear. I mean, it, it seems like it's a slogan that has been going around for 10, 15, 20 years, right? Like it's, it's an interesting thing that people say when they want to begin to think that moving away from scrubbing a tire or cleaning a barrel of a rim or cleaning glass till you can't find that streak anymore, even though it's 95 degrees out with high humidity and uh, that shade tree is, whew, isn't so shady anymore. Those are probably the hardest things to ever figure out. At least they were for me. 
because I can, can streak after streak and I keep looking for that sun and damn, that sun would keep showing me streaks. Windshields can be the toughest thing to clean. Newspaper, microfiber towels, throw all kinds of different things, right? If it's a smoker's car, if it's an older car that had a lot of that gassing of where the uh, dash would begin to gas off and leave that film. Yeah, fun times, right? Fun times cleaning cars and then wanting to 10, 20, 30, 40, 50. How long, how many years do you want to be in business? How many detailers do we see today that are in business at 43 years old? Listen, I see the analytics. There's not very many. When compared to the 23-year-olds, the 28-year-olds, the 31-year-olds, and the 34-year-olds, as it begins to grow past 35, those numbers dwindle dramatically. Dramatically? Dramatically. Why? Not sure. Is it because our bodies can't take it? I know that is for me. We're in the process of one of the greatest ventures moving our warehouse. And I also am moving. I'm moving to better my body. I'm moving to better my mind. I'm moving to better a lot of things that, well, in my journey as I'm learning, I didn't always handle my body the best way. So why do people get out of detailing? Well, possibly it could be their bodies just couldn't maintain. That was why I began to shift the way I operated my business. When I bent down at the year 24, I think I was, I was 24 years old and bent down to a lower rocker panel and felt that tweak in my back. I went, hmm, I wonder if I'll be able to do this the rest of my life. I was having so much fun. Will I be able to continue? And at that point, I didn't feel that I would be able to manually clean cars the rest of my life. Now, if you feel that you can, and you have to sit in your own garage doing your own thing, operating just solely by yourself, cool. Hey, you get to do you. And I get to support you. And whatever you need to help, great. Ask questions. Let me see what I can do to help. Mostly, though, what I have found is the people that begin to not work on their business, work in their business, right? That actually becomes a job in itself. Because to move past just being on your own and to having help and to bringing in new revenue streams and new opportunities and new growth possibilities, you're going to have to have an idea. Then that idea is going to have to be, well, you're going to have to, as we talked about, sowing and reaping, right? You're going to have to plow ground. You're going to have to cast seed. You're going to have to, it's a long fucking process. So if you're the type of person that doesn't want to just be you the rest of your life, just cleaning cars, just polishing paint, just being, right? That's, there's some people that have looked at our industry and assume that that's just all we are, right? You're just detailers. I love that word. About a year and a half, two years ago, we had a daughter of somebody that come on and, you know, they said, well, you're, she said, well, you're, you're just a mobile detailer. Okay, cool. It's fine. 
That might be how you look at me, which is okay. Inside my mind, I have great opportunities and great theories of the way I want to grow and continue my business. Many of you are the exact same way. You don't want to be held by the constraints of way somebody wants to define what you do. I never realized that people were embarrassed to be detailers. Maybe because I, I guess I just never defined it and looked at the way I, I, was I was running a business. I was excited. I always have been. I'm getting to do what I want to do in my life. I'm getting to do what I want to do in my mind. I'm getting to do what I envision. I'm getting to do what I created. And so I guess that means that you got to define me as I'm a detailer, which is cool. Happy to I fucking killed this GMC the other day, destroyed it. GMCs used to be my nemesis until decided to change the way pads should be done. Right? Well, if there's soft paint, soft clear coat, why do we have to do the same process that we would do on regular clear coat? And over the years, I developed a system for soft clear coats. And you know what? The other day, I fucking dominated that GMC. No longer was it my nemesis. And I got at least 80% correction done in a one-step process with pad, what we call our one pad. It's our blueberry pad, that blue pad, and a new product that we'll be releasing. <laughs> Ideas, problems, things that happen, navigating, journeying. How do you work on your business and not just in your business? You want to know how? If, you, if you've heard that cliche term before, you want to know how to do it? Well, you basically assume jobs in different parts of your business. I never felt that I needed to be the best at every single thing for what my business was going to do. And I failed at many, many things over the past years at Mobile Tech Expo. If you've come to hear me speak, I've talked numerously about failing and failing and keep attempting and keep attempting. Because the attempts and those times that you do actually get to take a shot and you do actually get to sh shoot the ball, it actually goes in. Not everybody gets to take a shot. Not everybody gets to be on the field. Not everybody gets to play. You don't get a trophy just for fucking showing up in business. So if you get to take a shot at being in business and you get to take a shot at doing what you want out of your own mindset and that whatever you create, if you get that opportunity, fuck yeah. Love that. And you should too. How do you get that opportunity? Well, it starts in your mind. It starts with creating that idea. You want a team member, but they're tough, right? You want this, but this, right? You could go through social media today and find excuse after excuse after excuse of why detailers aren't doing what they really want out of their own life. What do you want? How do you get there? That idea, how do you take that step? 
Listen, one of the very big steps, early things that really helped me when I began to start this process back in 2002, how do I get $1,000 a month? That's all I wanted. I needed $1,000 a month. How do I get $1,000 a month? If I go to this place and if I set up there every Saturday and it was a place called Ultimate Electronics, could I wash, right? These weren't details by any means. These were washing vacs, washes, washing wax, right? Washing wax for 60 bucks. I'm going to wash your car. I'm going to put on tire shine, clean the tires, clean the wheels, clean the door jams, clean the windows, wipe the, the interior down, vacuum it out, and put a wax on for 60 bucks. While you go in, get your electronics, get whatever you want, We'll have your car ready for you when you get out. And I went back every Saturday, every Saturday, every Saturday, every Saturday, every Saturday. Plenty of Saturdays I sat till I figured out, okay, maybe I should put up more banners. Maybe I should not sit and see if I can wave at people, right? Just because you have an idea doesn't mean it's going to be successful. You've got to fail at things and figure them out. What idea do you have that's really burning inside of you that you wish you could do? What's holding you back, right? What is keeping those ideas from actually coming into fruition? A lot of my ideas don't come into fruition. A lot of my ideas fail because of me. And having the understanding of realizing that you may be the cause, well, that's part of your growth. And that's part of you as an operator, you as a business owner, you as a human. Understanding your qualities, understanding what you do well at, and understanding what you don't do well at. If you don't do well at some things, that is where you need to bring in either somebody who runs a business that can assist you at that, or somebody that you can hire to do that because you're not going to be able to do everything right as my company has continued to grow i got to the point where well when nick and i began our discussions of him coming aboard and how we're going to do this there's a word that kept coming out that i would tell nick nick i just don't have the bandwidth anymore there becomes a part of your business where you can't do it by yourself and there's time that Nick's constantly told me, hey, man, I, I need you to let go of that, right? I, I need to do this. Detailers and business owners, many times we want to maintain and do it all for ourselves. It's part of being, I guess maybe it's just the, the DNA of us as owners. If you don't have that DNA, then you probably put up somebody else's image on your Facebook profile, right? You've probably done things that, well, they didn't really fully benefit your own business, weren't really what would push you. Maybe you took a cheap way out and bought somebody's idea that you could throw out all these layers and layers and layers and open up. This is just so much falseness that was sent out over the years. But you look back and you go, gosh, that was disgusting. Did those companies actually help 
somebody run a business or did they take advantage of somebody who didn't fully understand how to fledge out an idea and know if it was going to be successful venture for them or not to be able to see into the future and wonder not if they're going to be able to sustain how many hours and how many days would have to keep a car and if you were going to build your business would it best be done with team members that could help you along the way or that you would need to be in a spot all by yourself because it is so boutique that and so intricate and so right so solely so that what what do you want out of your life what do you want out of your business how do you get there Listen, that's why I say I'm a guide. That's why I say this is a journey. I said the other day when I was talking to detailpreneurs, we're on the uh, uh, community pub. And I'd asked him, Jonah, a question because I said, listen, Jonah, I've heard, right? Like, we hear things. So let me ask you because I don't believe there's a guidebook. I've heard teachings where people say, come to my trainings and I'm going to tell you how to do this and you're going to be successful and you're going to need to have social media and you're going to need to market and you're going to need to pay me. And is it really that simple? Cause I don't believe so. I don't. I believe in failing. Why? Maybe because I just feel like I've failed so much. Maybe that's a me thing. And that's a lot of what I've been trying to get over with me personally. Part of your growth is going to be needing you to look in the mirror, you to understand you. And part of me has been understanding that I fail a lot. And I fucking mess up. And it's okay. It's me. It's part of my DNA. I guess where Nick's kind of been going like, oh, shit. Maybe didn't realize how deep he got in, right? Is what it is. It is what it is. When you begin to look at yourself and understand who you are, well, you also begin to look and see who supports you. Who around you is really in it to help? Or are they in it just for their own selves? As many people continue to grow their business, they've also experienced the same thing that I have. Not every spouse, not every girlfriend, not every person that wants to be with you is necessarily beneficial for you. Fucking divorce sucks. Divorce was fucking brutal. Losing kids was brutal. Seeing who would be there with me, seeing who's still there. Wow. Now that's something different. I took my mom some lunch this weekend and uh, had some good talks to her. Mom's getting up there in age. Uh, like I've said, I mean, we, we come up from an extremely, extremely conservative, right? Think Oklahoma. Small town, Bible Belt, in a sense, you know, like my mom came from Stillwater, which is very small. My dad came from Fort Smith, right? These are small, small towns. 
Midwest, conservative, Southern Baptist. Mom was clearing out stuff from dad. He died a couple of years ago. Mom said, do you want his Bible? Well, I haven't read the Bible in many, many years. I don't need to. <laughs> I know that might be shocking to those of you that, that do. The reason why I don't, and I'm sure I'll pick it up one day and look through it again. But you know why? Because I read a shit ton of it. It's about one of the only books I've probably, well, did you ever read something over and over and then you go, did I, have I read this book all the way or not? Like it's, it's such a big, long book. It's got so much information. So I was like, yeah, mom, I want that. And I want to take a look at all my dad's notes and look at all of his stuff. You know, they were so hard pressed on certain things in life. And looking back, I, I wonder, as dad entered his last days, did he see his life? You know, he told me he lived a happy life and was glad the way everything went. And, you know, but then I began to question myself, right? Like, yeah, mom, I'll take that book. This might be one of the only things. I got a couple photos, but here in a couple years, right? I mean, I've already asked kid, asked the grandkids, asked my kids and my niece and nephews some questions about my dad. And within a couple of years, they don't really remember. Natural, right? Hmm. Are people going to remember you when you're not here? People going to remember me. I heard a quote, the, uh, well, it's been probably about a year, maybe a year plus. As I've said before, I'm, I like the way Gary V talks. I like a lot of his information. And he put out a video where somebody came up to his car window and said, hey, you know, a bit of information, young person, help me out through the years. And he said, you're going to die. And it was pretty shocking, right? I mean, he played it on and it, it was, but it's great information, right? Like, Thinking of my father and how much he helped me as I was a mobile detailer and <laughs> might have too many appointments and I'm over at the Warren place, which was this building that I ended up getting where we would clean people from the gas company. And, you know, if it was getting late in the afternoon and I needed help, if, 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 I, if I needed to pull that string, I could. And, and my dad would show up, roll up his sleeves, right? Take his tie off and help. The people alongside of you, who's there to help you? Who's there that doesn't help you? Your ideas and your journey, it's got its own path. If the people in the industry aren't helping you and just want to force you and feed you things to help themselves and they don't really, really fully benefit your business, I think you know what to do. But in case you don't, there's a certain verse that, uh, as mom gave me my dad's Bible, that I remembered when I was thinking through this, uh, this talk. This mogi motivation is probably more like a free thought Friday, right? It's more thoughtful than it is motivating. But if you need some motivation, then let's get into the motivation of this part. There's a verse out of Hebrews that talks about 
race, right? Talks about running, talks about looking at the cloud of witnesses, right? Looking at the people that have gone before you. When you look at that, right? If I look at my dad, if I look at his life and look at the, the next chapter of our business and, and where we go, and I, I kind of envision things and think through, right? So it's kind of what I think he's talking about. When, when you think about the people gone before you, we think about the others in the industry. When you think about the people around you, when you think about the team members, your family members, you think about everybody. Something that's interesting that he says is casting aside everything that entangles you. Your business is a race, but it's not a sprint. It's a marathon. <laughs> It's a marathon like I have no clue. Yesterday, I drank some beer sitting on top of Welltown Brewery as runners were finishing up their Ironman. It was something like, what, like miles and miles of uh, swimming and then like 100-something miles of biking and then I'm running a marathon, right? Like, could you imagine? Well, that's your business. If you're in this for your life, if you're in this for you, if you're in this for your family, if you're in this for your kids, it's a race and it's a long, long race. What are we at halftime here? We could call it that. Sure. We've been at this location for about eight years. So I hope it's not halftime. I hope I'm not just 16 years, right? I mean, we're at about 11 years into the business. So hopefully, hopefully not technically halftime. Maybe it's first quarter. Right. I don't know. But it's definitely a, a move, right? It's definitely something that's shaking up. It's definitely ideas and things have began to continue. Right. So it's not just about having that idea, but it's about continuing to evolve and roll and move. In order to move forward. Many, not, you know what? Every time, not many times, every time. You're going to have to detangle stuff that is entangling you from moving forward. Maybe that's you mentally, right? Maybe you need the encouragement. Maybe, maybe you've listened to people far too long and they've told you you couldn't do something or they've laughed at you or they've made fun of you, right? That could be in person, could be family members. It could be a joke that just hits you in the spot that they might not have attended it to, but you took it offensive and you allowed that to determine your steps. Maybe you read something on social and maybe you put a post out and somebody made fun of, right? Whatever it is that is hindering your next steps in your ideas and your visions, whatever that is. How do you throw it away? Is that friends? Is that a shoe obsession? I still find that amazing. His local detailer couldn't really grow his business because he had such a fetish for shoes and bragged about all these shoes he had. And then he would buy in all these toys and buy like, yeah, is that it? Is that what's hindering you? Is it stuff? As gas prices get up higher and higher, do you really need all those shoes? <laughs> Is it people? Is it people in your lives that, 
they say that you're your friends and they call you their friend, but then they, <laughs> they do stuff that's not very friendly. Family members? Listen, my, my greatest weakness was trying to grow a business with a, a spouse that didn't really want to grow the business, right? It takes a lot of fucking work, as you know. And so if a spouse isn't encouraging you and isn't supporting you, it's going to be even harder as you continue to go years and years and years. What happens when your kids are going to get cars? What happens when you got the expenses of college? Oh, you mean you weren't going to do that for your kids? Yeah. What happens next? What do you need to toss aside that is easily entangling you and keeping you from running as fast as you can with your ideas and pushing your business the farthest that you think that it can go with? Let's not go crazy like I did, right? I went that direction, but I did lice business. I did cell phone business. I did vapor business, right? It's, it's fun to look back and all the different ideas that I've done and push forward with different things. But starting out going just deeper in how to grow your current business. So I, I say all that to say, don't go chase. How do you get a thousand more dollars running through your current business, right? Is, is there soccer moms that, <laughs> that you could put a one-year coating on? right? That you know that it would be a great value for them, that their car would stay cleaner. What about a construction guy, right? Like the GMC, he, uh, that customer owns a hardwood floor company. He doesn't need a seven-year coating, a lifetime coating. He needs a, a good two years. So that's what he got. He's a good two-year coating. He didn't want to spend crazy amounts. He just wanted his truck to look nicer and shinier and keep it cleaner. That met his need. So if you find how many of those and then you put them on a maintenance program, listen, we, the Pints of Polishing podcast episodes, we have all the different people with apps and booking appointments and how to get back to your customers and how to maintain them. How can you do $1,000 a month? Maybe 1000 is enough for you. Try five. I don't know of taking care of some customers, finding those people, putting a coating on, and then maintaining, setting them up, getting a team member that you can train to specifically do maintenance-style cleanings and begin to operate. Plug away, plug away, hit, hit, shoot, score, shoot, miss, shoot, score, right? Shoot, shoot, keep trying. Some great quotes about Michael Jordan, about how many shots that he got to shoot at the last. We'll remember him for those amazing ones, right, where he does that fist pump. And but there's a lot of times he missed shots. And then how many shots did he shoot in training for those last shots? Your training as an owner doesn't mean that you've taken your hat off and you're no longer running your business. You're no longer now 
not working in your business, whatever that saying is, right? Like you just have different hats. Business development is a massive pain, well, team member on big companies, right? Like if you're really good at growing, creating ideas and having business development, that doesn't mean you're not working on your business. That means you're fucking working on your business, right? Like it's what you should be doing. So you got to schedule time. Got to schedule and work through, right? Put aside the things that could entangle you and go. All right, go. Go as hard as you can. You might not have another opportunity to take this shot. You don't know where the direction of the economy is going, where the direction of the, <laughs> your state is going. You don't know the direction of your customer base. You have no idea. Well, none of us do. We only know that we can get an idea and then go shoot that idea as much as we possibly can to see if it's a valuable idea that will continue to grow our business or not. So go as hard as you can because you're going to die. And it's a good possibility that nobody will ever remember you. So what do you have to lose? Except to pursue your own passions, your dreams, and what you're good at. The things that you're great at, well, you want to know how you stay in business for 20-something years? You do the things that you're great at. You got to do all the other stuff, too. Or you got to find people to do them. Just because things are hard doesn't mean that you can't go do them. Doesn't mean that you shouldn't go do them. You got to do the things you're great at. And this is me rambling. I'm going to close off, right? Time to close it down. I'm going to close it down with this. Every day you've got an opportunity. Not everybody gets that opportunity. One day you won't have that opportunity. Make it a great day. episode over leave us a review and we will see you on the community pub wednesday nights at 7 30 central the zoom meeting id is 918-800-1188 that's the community pub wednesday nights 7 30 central the zoom meeting id is 918-800-1188 grab a pint and enjoy Ooh.